Hello and welcome to The Prime Actor with me, Marianne Holt. And me, Rhiannon Mosson. We're back for season four to bring you a behind-the-scenes look at the entertainment industry. Whether you're a fan or have dreams of treading the boards, this is the podcast for you. The Prime Actor is sponsored by the Anna Fiorentini Performing Arts School and Stage in the City. They host performing arts classes for children and adults, both online and in person. This season, we have an eclectic mix of guests who will be letting us in on how they got into the industry and their journeys, from up-and-coming comedians to makeup artists, stage management and much more. Last week, we were joined by actor Nigel Boyle, who let us in on his route into the world of acting, lots of hard work and being prepared to stay behind after class. Yes, and in this episode, it's a weekly roundup, and we're going to look at some of the stories from the arts this week. Right, so I re-listened to that Nigel Boyle. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was that was some... Because his journey, for those... It, I mean, listen, I would say listen. It's a really good Yeah, episode. go back and listen, because, you know, this will make more sense. Um, But yeah, like a lot of his route was just kind of, let's just let's just see what happens and kind of going into it blind yeah although um, what really stood out for me in listening to him talk was the people he really had people mm, in his corner and yes and clearly that still has an impact on him you know he I don't know if he is still in contact with all of those people I'm sure some of them and that really mm. stood out to me that that was important to him and I think mm-hmm. we've spoken about this in the past that we all do need people in our corner yeah yeah, and there doesn't just need to be agents. Like, I was having a chat with a friend of mine earlier who has been dropped by their agents, as is happening a lot at the moment. Mm. Um, just, I, I don't really know why, I guess, well, some agencies are just closing, the smaller ones, and some are just kind of doing a massive, big, like, reshuffle of the books and stuff. And they were like, you know, I'm desperate to get it, I don't know what to do. And I was kind of thinking back, thinking, well, it took me 11 years to get a literary agent. And I tried, and that was like... I tried and I tried and I did, I sent scripts and I wrote whatever. And then without really even trying that hard, it was so fortuitous how I landed one. But also the time in between when I was kind of very early on, I wasn't represented at all and I worked. Yeah, and you hear that from many, many actors, probably Mm. most actors and, and people who come out of drama school and get an agent straight away, they don't necessarily Mm. stay with that agent you know forever yeah yeah exactly um I mean I've had I've had seven agents well you're (laughs) living proof 11 years (laughs) um but for me it was finding the balance between what because I'm comedy acting and writing and obviously now is the perfect time to be doing writing so it felt like well if ever there was a time to get a literary agent is now um but I'm lucky because my agent covers, my acting agent covers comedy and um, acting and kind of all of it really and for voice. So I've got like one that does loads in lots of people in different departments. But again, it took me a long time to be able to do that. Well, yeah, because otherwise you, it, it, it is that balance because you, mm. you want all those people to be working for the same end goal and not in mm. competition or against each other. So finding the right people to work together, if it's not all from one umbrella agency, then yeah. that is also, you know, that takes mm. time. And someone mm-hmm. who's right for you. Exactly. So we, I mean, this season, we're really focusing on how other people's roots into the industry 
Um, we've got some really exciting guests coming up, people getting into who are in comedy. We've got, um, we're speaking to somebody called Abby Lum, who is, um, she's a makeup artist. She trains as an actress. She's now a vocal coach and a makeup artist. So um, I'm, I'm excited really interested. for that. Oh, so good. Also, her Instagram is popping because you get loads of makeup tips. Huh. Um, not that I know anyone's doing any makeup right now. I mean, I'm definitely not, but... Um, you know, for future, but ready. We think... all want to be ready when we emerge totally. out glorious mm. in our makeup mm. and yeah. Outfits I mean, this is what I said to you. Yeah, like I'm thinking for me, it's sixth of March. I get my Invisalign off. Not necessarily that I think anything's going to be open, but I do envisage like a smoke machine and like my hair just yeah. in full health. Just yeah. You need to make sure you can go. You're just outside because you don't want to be wearing a mask to show off your Invisalign, your uh, brand new teeth. True. So yes. that needs to be an outdoor activity. Yeah, maybe walking out. Maybe I'll get them to do. It. I mean, I'm sure they won't appreciate it, but whatever. Um, so that's my goal. Sixth of March. Um, so this week, uh, in between the episodes when we're uh, doing all sorts of exciting interviews, we're going to be doing a weekly roundup, looking at some of the stories in entertainment and the arts. And um, my favourite story, I think there's a lot of great things that we're going to talk about coming up. But this one, it, one of my favourite people, probably in the world, Michelle Obama. Yes. Absolutely. Just a hero. Is um, Has been announced that she is going to star in Netflix. Net- Netflix's waffles and mo- I think you say how would you say that mochi mo- mochi I would say mochi but mochi I haven't heard her say it yet but yes, I have really. already added it to my Netflix list ready <sighs> for when it is released so I mean yeah so she um is going to be playing a supermarket owner um who opposite waffles and mochi who are from the land of frozen food uh, I love it already I'm already here for it. I'm already like Very much. thinking of which of the children in my life I can borrow so that it's all right yeah. to watch this. Yeah, know. yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's actually, I don't know if this is uh, maybe before we were kind of talking about this episode, the other big kind of kids TV, but not kids TV because all the adults are watching it, is Tracy Beaker. Yes, yes. Well, she's back and... She's back and she's an adult. She's a, she's a mum, right? She's a mum. I mean, um, I didn't ever watch it the first time around because I'm a bit too old, so... No, I didn't either, but I definitely, obviously... I think we were of the generation where we read the book. No, I didn't even read the oh. books. Oh, I read the book. I was all over that book. But I did Wilson's hear... Book. Yeah, I heard Jacqueline Wilson yesterday on the news mm. saying that actually it doesn't matter if you're an adult without your own children and you want to watch it because there is something about feeling kind of... Um, the nostalgia of just mm-hmm. children's TV does just make you feel a bit kind of warm and safe yeah. inside. And totally. we could all do with that. Oh my God, totally. And it's just the way I find that the way it's, um, the way it's shot is so warm and the lines and the dialogue and you're not, it's not going to be like terrifying. It's not going to be sweary. It's not going to, it's just going to be a good, easy to follow, awesome. funny yeah, wholesome story. It did lead um, us to talk about yesterday the Queen's Nose. Don't know if you remember that oh classic. Oh, God, yes, the I remember that. The Demon Headmaster. Mm-hmm. These were great. All of them. Um, what was the one that was like, have you heard the word Round the about Twist. The... Round the Twist, brilliant. Do you Absolutely remember also brilliant. The Biz? Now, 
the biz was uh. literally my obsession and you might be a bit too young for this one but it was um basically set in a in a in a drama school oh my god great. that was um i think probably sylvia young that's mm-hmm. what it must have been based on and um so they would burst into musical theatre songs. Oh, my God. Uh, you need to look this up because... Okay, I will. I, that sounds like... Uh, because I've started watching Sister, Sister. Yes, another classic that's been brought back to Netflix. Yeah. Yes. Um, Netflix is really good. This is really what we need right now. I'm really, really enjoying... I went to... I went, I'm really going old school now with my binge. So I was doing episodes on netflix which is not necessarily kids tv but then i i'm now way into fresh prince of bella way into sister sister and uh Good. the oc and dawson's <gasps> creek i think are both available on 4od yes all good but this uh mrs mrs obama michelle obama um being cast as uh i mean she because she was she did do something with sesame street but um, this is all about healthy eating, but how to make food fun, how to make good food fun. Um, they've dubbed it as hilarious, heartwarming and a simply magical show. So um, actually, her husband, you may know him, Barack, um, are exec producers on the show. I just love this. I mean, they really are the empire you want to be part of, right? Yes, I love everything about this. Um, Now, the next bit of news that we want to talk about is very exciting. Um, I might let you lead this one because you are very much a part of this. Thanks, thanks very much. Well, those of you who know us uh, know that our agency clients work uh, a lot in various projects and we're proud of every single one of those. Um, But we did have exciting news in the last week that Small Acts, which I hope a lot of people have seen, which was the five films by Steve McQueen on BBC and Amazon, has been nominated for Golden Globe Awards. And three of our clients have uh, had roles in small acts. So we are extremely proud of all of those. That's brilliant. I mean, what an accolade. I know. Just amazing. And how how old are they roughly? So um, uh, 12, 16 and 21. So and, and I mean, come they, on. yeah, and the three of them had really different experiences as well because they're different ages, um, and it was filmed quite a long time ago now. So we're trying to think mm. back to what that was. But they, you know, to have worked with not just Steve McQueen but the cast, the cast in mm. in those films were incredible. So they yeah. really had an experience there. Yeah, yeah, and then the next piece of. We've got more client news, which I you sent me this just to write. I was actually meant to just be writing a blog on it. I'm not going to lie. I watched the entire episode. It was brilliant. I mean, <laughs> let's say steaming in. Do you see what I did yeah. there? Oh, yeah, She's done it. That's good. Uh, Chuggington. Chuggington is yes. back. Series six on uh, iPlayer. Um, again, not, we're probably not its uh, prime target mm. of, of mm-hmm. audience members. However, yeah. like you, I was happy to watch it because... Uh, one of our clients, Mia, uh, has taken on the role of Ty in the mm. new series of Chuggington. Uh, so those of you who don't yeah. know it, it is an animation series about some very lovable and mischievous trains. Yeah, it's so good. It's... I mean, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll find at least which train she is. And then I found that she was the purple one. And then I saw the little clip I saw at that time where I was like, oh, look, she's quite... And then I realised I'd watched 
like all the way through to the end and then I was like well I have to watch from the beginning because I, I didn't follow that story let's watch again and then you know then as it goes you go the next one anyway again a really nice like heartwarming wholesome story lovely and more episodes to come so keep an eye on iPlayer yeah. for really good really good she sounds great as well yeah um and there's there's been a lot just staying with the with the client with the um agency and we, well with the school we have announced a load of online exciting online classes for Anna Fiorentini so um obviously there's a lot of online classes around at the moment and we were kind of like are all of the teachers for Anna Fiorentini and for Sage and City are industry professionals with incredible lists of credits and we wanted to utilize them and we've launched all sorts of exciting uh, we're doing something called memorable march which is basically i don't know i'm sure you'll find it the same thing that you are very confused about what day of the week it is very. the days are just rolling into one how so, it's not friday although this goes out on friday so technically yeah, it is friday it now. will be friday For yeah you. but i mean i'm aware that it's february i know that couldn't tell you what date it is don't had no idea but um i also know february is a short month so by the time i realize really that it is probably february i'll it'll be march so we were like let's make march memorable and do lots of exciting things and this is going across anna fiorentini and sage in the city so have a look at the website afperformingarts.com for all of the exciting online classes that they've got and these are short courses these are open to anyone um across the country and the world, mm-hmm. depending on your time mm-hmm. difference. Um, so these are not just uh, for students who we already work with. These are absolutely for anyone who wants to sign up and they are quite limited places. So I would yep. say if that is of interest to you to book a spot. Yes, definitely. Um, so obviously there's a lot of online learning going on at the moment uh, and the BBC has stepped in and they've got Kate Thistleton fronting uh, new content um, which is BBC TV are putting lots of fun lessons on the TV. Uh, BBC Two and CBBC are, are doing all sorts of things. So obviously, Joe Wicks straight in there with the PE. Um, He's got to be the nation's but, PE teacher, really, hasn't he? I mean, without a doubt. But then there's there's things like design and technology and history and um, looking at Shakespeare and science. And it's just basically making, um, tr- trying to shake up all of the online in the Zoom classes and whatever and just going, like, there's more to do and we can make it fun. And also it's it's something that, you know, everyone can do. I think lots of schools, from speaking to our students, they're all offering really different learning experiences and everyone's doing the best they can. But if this is something extra and it's something that interests you that maybe you wouldn't be able to do at school otherwise, it's a really good Mm. time to do that. And actually even for me as an adult, uh, a friend of mine and I were talking that there's a coding class and I was like oh maybe I want to do that because yeah. that certainly was not a subject at school uh, no. for me and uh, so you know actually not just for our younger listeners maybe there's something yeah. for all of us on there mm-hmm. I mean there's all sorts of like I at the beginning of the very first lockdown was like I will be fluent in French by the time this ends I still am not fluent in French but I mean, my baking is top. You see, right now. we've probably learned more things than we even realise. And, yeah. you know, some of them we'll use again and some we may never want to think of again. And that's <laughs> um, 
exactly um and we're gonna finish this week this is a good like little futuristic story uh this is the the, the basically um lots of rsc actors have teamed up with video game software companies to bring you they are going to be effectively avatars and they're going to do real-time animation uh looking at for example the first one they're doing is midsummer night's dream and basically it's bringing to life the fantasy world of uh, that shakespeare's created but into very much into the 21st century so we're going to be able to real time interact with them on our phones on our um laptops and things like that um the rsc's artistic director gregory doran spoke about it and he said that um this is a 21st century reimagining of shakespeare's play which is giving us a completely different vocabulary of imagery. Um, when we did The Tempest in 2016, we explored the opportunities that the digital world could give us, but this is taking it way further. This is... But but does this mean, like, you know, we're all going to have to sit in a theatre with, like, 3D glasses on or something? Well, I don't know, but that would be... I mean, I'm here for it. I think this is really going to be... Like, they're saying that between the 12th and the 20th of March... Uh, the project uh, is going to be launched and you can buy a ticket for only a tenner, which I think is great. Um, and yeah, I guess you're just, they're working on it now. So if you have a look online at some of the images, you can see the actors all dressed up in kind of amazing, like if anyone's ever seen behind the scenes of Avatar when they're all in those full body suits with all the weird yes. dots on them. They're all dressed up like that, which I am totally here for this because actors have no work at the moment so yes yeah and the same for all the um recorded performances i don't know have you seen any um of the like I, live i say yeah live. i mean yeah i i have i mean i've i must say i've watched hamilton more times than i can ever <laughs> say and then i watched some of the national theater live um as well more more really like some of them I was very interested in and loved, but more just to have the feeling of being back in a live theatre setting as well, just yes. to have that feeling of like, you can make a night of it. Yeah, I've done it with really friends. Fun. And we yeah. at Christmas watched Sunset Boulevard, which was the Leicester oh, Curve production. Mm. And in the interval, we were on Zoom together, having mm, a drink, no queue for so the toilets. Um, Great. So if you can do that with some friends, that's a really nice kind of way to yeah. to feel like you're part of yeah. it. And I actually did an escape room online last week that was stuck in a theatre. So there's lots of ways to feel like you are. Right. How? Okay, so it was a virtual... Because when I heard you doing that, I was thinking, but it would be... So would it be in your house? And I'm like, but you know the way out. <laughs> yeah. No, and I was like oh, does this mean I'll get stuck in a Zoom call forever? Like, what, yes. what does this mean? Oh, my God. Uh, so, no, it's, it is a, it's an online... We did it as a Zoom call and then shared our screen with uh, right. friends. But okay, I would recommend right. that for theatre lovers to think you've been stuck in the theatre for a night. It's not the worst thing ever. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, God, yeah, I'm here for that. Um, yeah, so good. Lots of exciting uh, stories coming up. Also, uh, for those who are following Sage in the City, and this is open to 16 plus, um, we had some very exciting news, which is that Joseph Marcel, aka Jeffrey the Butler from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, is going to be running a two hour Shakespeare masterclass for us on the 5th of March from 7 till 9 pm. Tickets are super limited. 
Um, and he's going to be working. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, one to one with people on monologues, but also doing some scene study. His ex, he's a complete expert. He's on the panel, on the board for the Globe. He's worked with RSC. Um, all sorts of incredible Shakespeare things going to be happening. Um, so by the time this comes out tomorrow, um, there may be some last tickets. So check it out. Definitely, it. I've seen him play King Lear and. He oh, was yeah. amazing. An outdoor production in Cambridge in one of the colleges. Oh, my God. He was outstanding. So, yeah, if you want to do more Shakespeare, learn more, learn from the best, I would say mm-hmm. this is a really good opportunity. Um, yeah. But if you have a burning question to ask about the industry, uh, the world of acting or agenting, um, then you can find us on Instagram at the Prime Actor Podcast. We're going to finish each week with a quote to motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And we're ending this week with a little bit of class from the one and only Coco Chanel. The most courageous act is still to think for yourself, aloud. State your intentions and priorities. Say them, write them, share them. It's the act of articulating and communicating them that solidifies goals and makes them more tangible. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and film school or stage in the city you can head to our brand new website which is uh, afperformingarts.com thank you for listening bye